Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, from smart doorbells to fully fledged 24 hour surveillance, there are many ways to secure your home and indeed your business. But even though there's more technology out there to help to keep us safe, are would be criminals and burglars also getting more cunning? Joining me now to discuss the state of the residential and commercial security sector, I'm delighted to be joined by Aaron Mooney. He's the CEO of Action 24. Owen Dunn is the CEO of Phonewatch. And Jonathan Pinn is the Technical Services Director at Mangard Plus. Um, Aaron, we might start with you. Maybe tell us a little bit about Action 24, what you do, how long you're around, all the, the basic background stuff. Yeah, well, we're an alarm monitoring company. Um, Bobby, we're based in Dublin. Um, our alarm receiving centre, our monitoring centre is in Sandyford. We're 42 years in business this year and we currently protect 30,000 homes and businesses throughout Ireland. We install, monitor and maintain alarm systems throughout the country. Um, our engineers are nationwide and we've seen really strong growth over the last um, five years in our, in our domestic monitoring offerings. So we're... Okay. around quite a while but um, and it's a significant business um, but before I introduce our other two guests Aaron how has the business changed in the last decade in, in your view well I suppose that there's been much more focus on technology so the, the technology behind the alarm systems has improved an awful lot the actual product that, that people can now um, get into their homes is much better a lot of integration with um, smart home systems so like the smart plugs integrated CCTV systems Mainly all that type of stuff has yeah. seen a big improvement over the last number of years. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. Let's bring in our next guest. Uh, he's Jonathan Pym, uh, the Technical Services Director at Mangard Plus. Jonathan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Now, tell us about Mangard Plus. And again, another business that's around quite a number of years. Yes, Mangard Plus have been in operation for uh, more than 27 years. We're a privately owned, guaranteed Irish security service provider operating in the 32 counties of Ireland. We're employing more than a thousand security staff because security guarding is the core element okay. of our business, and we're turning over about forty-two million at this time. So it's a it's a significantly growing wow. company. Um, <clears throat> we we're one of the few companies that provides security guards. We also install, maintain security systems. We monitor and we respond okay. to alarm systems. That's really where our our core market is. And your yours is definitely a people business, Stan. If you're talking about a thousand odd people out there in the field, uh, guarding premises, doing patrols. That kind of work? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's the core of, of our business. And now with the changes within within uh, the industry of, of getting people into our business um, and retention of staff, that technology is a huge, is a huge driver now um, for companies because of the costs associated with... Uh, and can I ask you this, Jonathan? Is there any danger that technology will ultimately be the enemy of the human here in this business. Could could technology displace the chap who goes round in the van at four o'clock in the morning to make sure everything's all right? Well, I think they're a critical part of what we do from the technical side. There's not going to be a replacement. There'll be enhancing of what they can do, improving their output. And by uh, maybe what it might reduce is the person in a building 24 hours a day. We might be looking at daytime operations, 
followed by locking up the building at night using uh, mm. smart alarms, CCTV, but you'll still have to have the physical response okay. to so, go and check so it. So you see it enhancing the human effectively? Absolutely. We're going to, <clears throat> the technology is going to drive uh, more um, ability for the, for the security person to be more effective. Okay. Okay, our third guest who's been waiting patiently here uh, to tell us his story is Owen Dunn uh, and he's the CEO of PhoneWatch. Owen, again, another business that's been around many a year. That's right, Bobby. Uh, uh, PhoneWatch is over 30 years now. It was formerly Telecom uh, PhoneWatch and uh, Aircom PhoneWatch. But for the last 12 years, we've just been, been PhoneWatch now. Uh, we're we're the, the market leader, I guess, in, in this particular sector. We've uh, about 120,000 homes protected um, through uh, 24-7 monitoring from our alarm receiving centre here in Dublin. Um, <clears throat> we have about 300 staff. And as I say, we've been, you know, we, we've been in the market and uh, if you like driving the market for, for many of those uh, 30 yeah. years that we've been around. Um, I suppose it's, it's not really the elephant in the room, but I suppose one of the, I suppose, potential competitors to what you do are things like uh, the Ring camera, the Google Nests of this yeah. world. Are they a threat to your business or do you see your business as being something different to what they actually provide? Um, I'm, I'm not sure I'd use the word threat. I mean, there, there are options. It's, it's broadening out the market and the options that c- consumers have. F- fundamentally, what we do is we provide, um, if you like, peace of mind to people, knowing that when they've got a, a, a monitored home alarm, that they have somebody, a, a person, yeah. who is going to take responsibility in the event that something bad happens, uh, that there's an activation. And I think that uh, Jonathan was saying there about technology enhancing. I think that's what's happening in our industry. Technology is enhancing the proposition of what we can offer to people. Uh, I, I don't believe, I think the, the, the likes of the, the doorbells and, and those other um, propositions, I think they have a place, but I don't think they, they will ultimately replace uh, the sense of peace of mind and security that a monitored home alarm gives people. Well, I, I just, just from my own perspective, I, I put in cameras in my house at, a, at what mm. I considered quite considerable costs uh, quite a number of years ago. And then I, I then got one of those devices that we were talking about. And I'm kind of saying, this is, this is much, much cheaper. But maybe, as you say, you put, but I, speak, I think the, col- the cost relative to what the outcome is, uh, is, I'd have to, I'd have to think about that. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I, I think it offers choice. It, yeah. it offers more choice. And you, you know, went for cameras and then you went for one of the doorbell options. And I, I believe that that's healthy in any competitive market that yeah. you've got a range of propositions that people want. Uh, you know, each company, each of the three companies here will will survive or thrive on the basis of what they can offer customers in terms of a, a competitive value-driven proposition and the level of service that we give. But ultimately, and I, I know you're talking about technology here, but we're talking about people's sense of security as well. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, I mean, actually, Action has been around longer than PhoneWatch. I mean, we've been around quite a while now. And I, I do believe that fundamentally we're providing you know, the most basic of human uh, requirements, which is to feel safe and secure in your own home. And, and the way we do that has, has proven rather successful for us thus far. 
Aaron, can I ask you what sort of percentage, even you mightn't have the exact figure, but how many homes in this country are actually alarmed in terms of a percentage? Uh, we reckon the penetration is about 30%. Is it only yeah, that? Yeah, it's only 30%. So, so, so that makes, from from our point of view as a business, that, that's why we're optimistic for the future. Yeah. We feel there's still plenty of room and, for And growth. is there not insurance implications about not being alarmed in terms of when it comes to getting your house insured? That that it's it's... Clearly, it's preferable that the insurance companies say, oh, well, they've got an alarm here. Yeah, look, it, it really depends on the insurance company, you know. So, like, you can typically get a discount of between 10 and 15% on your insurance premium if you, ha- if you have a monitored alarm. But then there's certain criteria around that. You have to be able to show that the system was maintained, that someone actually came out each year and, and serviced the system. You have to make sure you have all your certification, all that type of stuff. So, it's a bit unclear, you know, whether you actually get the full benefit of the, of the discount. Again, it's it, it really... Dependent on the insurance company. And what about um, being connected to the local police station? Is that something that still happens, or is that something that absolutely yes, yeah. so encouraged by the guardie or yeah? So, so when you get an alarm system off us or from or from Farmwatch, you, 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 your system is is certified. So we're licensed by the PSA. Every every um, installer of alarm systems is licensed by the PSA. When you get your system installed, you get it certified as well from us. Which that, is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So you get certified. That, that cert is then sent to, to Garda HQ. You're set up on the pull system. You're given a URN, a unique reference number. And that's the number we use when we're contacted. So your alarm goes off, Bobby, in your house. We call the, the Garda Communication Centre and we say, we've URN, one, two, three. Those details pop up immediately so the guards can go out quickly to, to attend right. to your site. So that, that's the benefit of a monitored alarm that you will never get with the likes of a ring doorbell or some type of system that you've installed yourself. And what about the dreaded false alarms? The guardie calling to your house and there's no and it, because it's well, well th- a that cat changed. Or a dog or yeah, well, well, it well that changed like about <laughs> until about fifteen years ago, Bobby. I think it was two thousand and five. The, the guard policy and monitor alarms has changed, so you need to get a, a verified intruder alarm. So if your alarm goes off, we will know what devices have triggered in your house. So. If you got, for instance, your front door goes off, we're ringing you and say, Bobby, your front door is activated. We don't have a second device going off, so we can't, we're not actually allowed to call the guards in that instance. We oh. can only call you. If we then get, say, a beam in your kitchen has gone off, then we can say to you, Bobby, we actually have a second device in here. It looks like someone is actually inside your house. We can see they've come in the front door. They're now in the kitchen. Then we can call the guards. Stop. Yeah. Really? Okay. Right. Okay. Um, we'll, go back to, uh, we'll go back to you, Jonathan, again, because uh, you're not in the business of... Uh, of false alarms, I'm sure. But tell us, tell us about attracting people. You, you know, you say you employ over a thousand uh, people. You know, attracting people. It's a competitive market out there. We're almost at full employment. It's got to be a huge challenge, is it not, to keep people motivated, to make sure that your attention is good and that you're attracting quality people to come and work with you. Talk to me a little bit about that because I'd suggest that's a that's a challenging place. Most definitely. And particularly in the current environment, as you say, where we're almost at full employment and there are other higher paying jobs out there that don't have the same level of responsibility and might be a simpler task 
but what has been a benefit for us um, only only at the beginning of September there was an employment regulation order which which brought up all of the staff within our industry from 11.65 to 12.90 as the basic rate of pay and this is going to be ongoing now for the next three to five years where potentially there could be an increase of maybe up to 40% because it's going to be tied in with the living wage which is good for our industry for the attracting and then retaining people. Um, traditionally, people within the security industry, we, we've, we've done um, awards for people that have been 20 years in our industry, in our company. Uh, so th- there has been retention. However, um, it is a changing market. And in order to do that, we have to make the uh, the work more attractive. Um, we bring in training and we try to help them um, with, with, the, with the job. You're trying to work on the family life balance because it is a 24-hour industry. It, it is difficult, but it's something that we're very conscious of and working on and the increases within the industry are a big help for us. And I would suggest that sometimes the work is challenging. I'm sure it's stressful. Uh, You know, and maybe people, you know, maybe you should charge more and pay more. We'd love to do that, but, but businesses are, are constrained by their budgets as well with service charges on buildings yeah. and, and security seen as a negative overhead. So we're trying to turn it more into the positive. So therefore, with the introduction of technology and the use of video analytics, where you have the image of a security person sitting in front of 200 cameras and why didn't they see this incident happening, we're saying, okay, let's use the technology, let's use the analytics, the video motion detection, and drive that alert to the security officer so they can actually see what's going on. If a door is held open at the back of the building, have an alarm that's triggered into the control centre, whether it's our monitoring centre or Owen and Aaron's similar type of uh, situation, or, or straight to the security officer so that they can respond rather than the assumption that they're seeing all of this. Okay. Uh, Owen, back to you. Um, would it be fair to say that the easiest sale you could make is to somebody who's just been burgled? Or is that... Is that do, people, do people come to you after they've had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an unfortunate event where they're out of pocket and they've had, you know, an intrusion into their home? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Uh, in in our uh, offices here in Dublin, uh, we have a, a tele sales team, and you know, on more than one Monday morning, you, you'll you'll find a customer um, who unfortunately has been uh, the subject of an intrusion or a break in, and they'll just say. I want an alarm. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter what it costs. I just want to do it. Now there is obviously, unfortunately, an element of, you know, the horse has left the barn uh, on that yeah. one. But, but, but yeah, I, 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 it, I, I guess it goes back to the point I was making earlier around the fact that you know, it's people want to feel safe. You know, a monitor alarm is one way of doing that. Um, there's lots of other ways, but um, just, just, just to, just to pick up on on something we were saying earlier there that. In Ireland, we're quite conscious of our security. I think we're 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 one of the most uh, monitored uh, societies in 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 Europe. Are we even, the, the, even with only thirty percent of us having alarms? Yeah, but but in penet- the penetration mm. of and I think I don't want to be controversial here, but I I think 
we would we would estimate the market that in the market that about fifteen percent of Irish households have a monitored alarm. Now there are other types of non-monitored alarms. So fifteen percent, fifteen out of every hundred Irish homes have a monitored alarm. I don't know what your 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 uh, numbers are are on that, Aaron, but. The the European average is is five, right? Um, so so we're 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 much more now. I I think that the the market has developed very well here. Um, uh, you know, action have been around uh, forty years. We've been around thirty. And I think it's the last decade has seen quite a lot of competition uh, in the market. So that's grown it. So, so the fact that, you know, that we have, um, if you like, a, a penetration of monitor alarms that is, you know, three times the European average. It's about four times the um, the, the, the UK. Uh, I, I think it's it, okay. it says something about the, the industry and something about the society as well. And Aaron, back to you then in terms of where the future of the, of the industry lies, in your view. Uh, is it... You know, the convergence of more technology, uh, some innovations around, like, are the crooks getting smarter? Like, do we have to keep ahead of the criminals? Um, well, like I think technology will obviously continue to develop. You know, so you're going to see more integration. I think with 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 CCTV systems in particular, we we have a, a really nice integration on, with our system, like where we have we we can install. Um, Nice, nice cameras. To, to, they're they're really good value. You can view clips. You can view saved clips um, on our on our app. So like the technology is definitely is definitely uh, increasing an awful lot. Yeah, like burglars are getting getting clever. I suppose like the the, the statistics from the CSO for for twenty twenty two showed that the burglaries were up about ten percent. So it's definitely still still a lot of um, yeah. bur- burglaries going on. So I suppose it's it's just it's just important. I suppose that, that like I, I would again emphasize the importance of, of professional monitoring. That that's where I feel people okay. will actually will actually be made to feel safer, which which I suppose what we're all trying to do here. And uh, in your view, Jonathan, the the shift to work from home, has that changed the landscape any? In some ways it has because there's a higher requirement for a security officer in that you have empty buildings, you have buildings that are not occupied as, right. as frequently, so therefore you're checking for leaks, you're checking for uh, building issues more so rather than the building is generally secure because they've got a strong physical perimeter along with your alarm. Yeah, no, but it, it's, it's, the, it's the building management is where we're seeing the changes and that's why uh, technology and the improvements of that because if a security officer is out patrolling they need to have um, an alert driven to their telephone to tell them someone's at the front door or something's going on. So empty buildings uh, actually Im- Im- improve the opportunity for us because through technology, but also you need a person to go in and check. And uh, last word to you, Owen, sure. on, that, on that same subject. If somebody is working from home, maybe they don't need the alarm <laughs> because before when they were going to work, somebody could have broken in. Good point. Um, and during COVID, we saw a dramatic uh, decrease in, oh, in, in activations and yeah. and thankfully in burglaries. Now, as Aaron says, it started to rise again, 10% increase increase last year. But, you know, w- without scaring the horses here, you know, the majority of burglaries happen when people are at home. Uh, so, uh, you know, more than 50% happen when people are actually in the home. So I, I guess that, to, to your previous point, Bobby, 
burglars are quite brazen, you know, <laughs> uh, around that. So, so I, I, I don't think uh, I, I think we are seeing a return to a, a, a stable environment in terms of working from home, etc. Uh, as Aaron said, we people will always need to feel safe and secure. Okay, well, it's a solid industry, uh, evidenced by uh, our three players here this morning who've been around uh, many decades. My thanks to Aaron Mooney from Action 24, Owen Dunn uh, from Phonewatch and Jonathan Pym from Mangard Plus. Thank you all for letting me into your world and wish, wishing you all uh, collective well in the future. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.